on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. I can't stop. <laughs> can't stop. We need to stop. get you fucking Beano or something. <laughs> Having arrived at the bustling village of Sheercliff. Does anybody want to go visit a new town? Always. The friend makers get familiar with the locals. What's up with Sheercliff? You know, hey, hey. What makes Sheercliff special? Oh, what's up with Sheercliff? Do you- do you want to buy drugs? And get down to business. Oh, I want a uh, a double IPA, please. Oh my god. The chaos continues. Uh, do you have a library? No. Cratons. Now. Ah, it is good to be back playing this game in the beautiful beautiful halcyon month of october how are we feeling today i've got chocolate i feel i have hot tea (laughs) chocolate hot tea it feels like fall (laughs) it feels like fall we got the fake pumpkin decorating the room over there just one just one (laughs) i put a wreath on my door today that's a fake pumpkin yeah (laughs) you've seen that pumpkin before it's been we've had it for years i forgot about it yeah (laughs) Right next to the the crusader Why helmet. Why do you have a fake pumpkin? Because it's festive. Oh, fair enough. And because they don't rot. Ugh. Oh, but that's half the fun of a real pumpkin. It really what? is. If there's a certain time before it smells bad that it smells good. That's just all I can say. Anyway, with it being Halloween and we're getting all spookified, um, I have a question for you guys. We asked about um, like candy last week because Halloween. Uh, mm. Halloween is also a good time for good villains. And you oh. know what? Everyone's got oh their opinions. Go ahead. You should have <sighs> prepared me. Uh, everyone's got opinions on villains and which ones they like and why they like them. So I want to go around the table. Uh, we don't have to go in any particular order and feel and get opinions on who is your favorite villain. And this can be from like a book, movie, TV, video games. And like, why do you like them? Uh, does anyone have one like off the top of their head ready? Oh my god, there's just so many. <laughs> and I don't want to take the cheap, easy answer because there's and just be like a choker. There is an e- no, like I mean, yes, but that's not the easy answer. I have an easy answer that I'm uh, I'm is holding it handsome on. Jack? It's handsome Jack. Yeah, yeah, that was my easy answer too. <laughs> like, why don't you uh why don't we go ahead with that easy answer since oh, you've already spilled it? Let, let somebody else go. I could think of I a mean, different one. <sighs> Cat. I'm going to sound like such a child, but you want to know who my, one of my favorite villains is of all time? Let's hear who it. Who would it be? Scar from The Lion King. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, he's got such sass. I think the that's original I Lion King. to like, yeah, the original animated Lion King, the first movie I ever saw in theaters. I think he's why I learned to love sassy villains because of Scar. He has a great <sighs> song. Mm-hmm. So I know that might sound like a cop out and childish, but I love Scar. I mean, this is this is going to sound silly, but I feel like if you're going to have a good villain for a kid's movie, obviously besides like motive, character design, and everything else. They need the writing, to have a catchy song. They have to have a baller song. Like, yeah. like that just really makes them stick. And Scar's song is just incredible. And, Be prepared. And the thing is, more people from what I've seen, and this is just my recollection of it, mm-hmm. remember the words to his song, more than I just can't wait to be king and be prepared is more challenging of a song. It's the the vocabulary of the song. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's stunning. It's a good song. It's, it's catchy. It's well-written, very well-performed. It's a good song. And you know what? Mm -hmm. It really adds to the villain character. Drow, do you have a villain off the top of your head that you think is just an A tier or S tier villain? Uh, all frick because you can kill him. (laughs) Ulfric's not a good villain, is he? He's very killable, though. Okay, it's very he's, satisfying. But I mean, if what you're looking first, for, if what you're looking <laughs> for in a villain is your ability to kill said villain, I mean, if if that's the right. standard we're going by, I feel like the the first Goomba in, in Mario <laughs> Brothers is a better villain. I've actually got a guess for something you would pick in in your top ten, Jacob. I'll take a guess. I'm not saying it's going to be your favorite villain of all time, but if I had to pick a villain you really like off the top of my head, I'd actually say Emperor Palpatine. 
Oh, no, I you mean, just think he's a cool villain. He is he's a creepy. good villain, Lord but I wouldn't Vader. say he's the best. No, I'm just saying you'd enjoy him. The last donut. <laughs> so you like his story. Well, if, you're, if you're ready, you go ahead. Because if I can't find a better one, I'm going to take the easy I answer. just have to say, Snoke is probably the worst villain. Oh, the worst. Oh, yeah. The absolute worst. No, I didn't enjoy Snoke. Kylo made a better villain. I'm not going to... Let's not... That's a whole different banter talk. It would top it would be the uh, opinions on the new Star Wars movies, but we'll just leave it at... Snoke wasn't a good villain. Yeah. No. He did nothing. He died in a good way. That, he had a cool death, that was that's a cool about it. scene when he died, but that was about his shining moment. Yeah. And there's so many, but at the same, I feel like there are villains that I love and I could actually give a solid reason for why, but I'm blanking on them right now because the first thing that popped into my mind, I'll go ahead and take my chance. I've already said it is handsome. Jack is a very yeah. good villain. hundred percent agree uh, from the hit game. Borderlands two handsome. Jack is phenomenal. He is dangerous. He is funny he, and he actually has a bit of, I'm not going to say character growth, but that might be the best way to describe it because at first he takes things very lightly. He's a man in control, but spoiler alert for Borderlands 2 because I care about you, audience. Pauls, here's your chance. Give me a few minutes. When his daughter dies, Uh, there is a noticeable change from him being this lighthearted mass murderer for lack of a better way of saying it <laughs> to a villain who was dedicated to killing you entirely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just feels good. And there, the pre-sequel did a reasonably good job of showing how he was a small villain at first and became a better or a bigger villain. Right. Because they try to paint him as a good guy who turns into a bad guy. Yeah. But if you know the game and the history, he's just, he's a bad guy at the beginning of the pre-sequel. He, you just don't know it. Right. He, um, he always kind of has this like moral grayness that just descends deeper into black as things continue. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. When you yeah. said about him being in control and then slowly becoming more and more yeah. villainous, I thought at first you were talking about the pre-sequel because that's what it did really good. Yeah. At. Well, then I would, that, it does do very good, but he's never a good guy in the pre-sequel because of the way he treats Angel. He was, he's been, he's had a it's just your perspective and, uh, of him. Yes. Your perspective of him yeah. makes him appear to be a good guy who becomes a bad guy via circumstances. Doesn't and this little thing say like the hero I whenever it pops up? Something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it was more like in over his head or something. Yeah, like that. Oh, that's that right. Be it. That's more borderline. And the only context I have for this is that he appears as like a hologram in something that I was watching Jacob play. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, oh my just goodness. Because we've already been on this too long. Handsome Jack is a solid villain and... That's that. I, I was willing to talk about Handsome Jack for like 10 minutes because I just think, especially in two, he's such a well-written villain character. Um, and you can tell that they know they struck gold because they keep drag dredging up his character and other properties. So, yeah. Oh, I, I can't give reasons for this one as much, but one villain I appreciated. That's not the easy answer is I liked President White from the Hunger Games. Ugh. I don't know. He's a a horrible snow. There we go. Snow. I'm very bad with names. He's a horrible person, but I I thought he was a good villain. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that series, but I'll take your word on it. Uh, One creepy villain. I actually got two. Um, One of them that that I first thought of is not so much a deep character villain, just more. uh, The reason I like this character is more the like depiction of evil or whatever or just a classic fairy tale depiction of an evil character would be Maleficent from the original animated Sleeping Beauty. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like when she goes in form of the dragon at the end of it. Form of the dragon. Yes. It's such a cool classic themed fight, you know? Purple and green and black classic villain. Like, and I like the aesthetic, even if it is supposed to represent evil. It's like, whoa, great stuff. Drow, you were wiggling about. Do you have something to add? Eris from Sinbad. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. that's a good one. That's a quite nice villain there. Kind of like Law. I appreciate that she was bound to something, even though she is the embodiment of chaos. Mm-hmm. And that even though she relishes in the yeah. suffering of people, there's, there's a tiny bit of honor. 
what, Jacob? I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. Okay. Because I, I read a lot and I play a lot of stuff, there are a lot of villains I like and I just forget about because right. I haven't thought about them in a long time. If we're talking about most hated villain. Oh, God. Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Oh. Ugh. So now that, that <laughs> is probably the best villain because they're so fucking insufferable. <laughs> God. That's a different type of good villain. Okay. <laughs> She's the worst, very specifically, because she hurts children. Even I hate her, and I didn't like the Harry Potter series. Yeah, right? But I feel like what makes her so terrible is she's not very far off of, like, people you could actually yeah. meet. Yeah. Especially, like, in some parts of the education system, right? Like, they just hate kids. But yeah, so two honorable mentions I want to bring up real quick. Uh, one of them I just thought of because we just rewatched this movie recently is Barbosa from uh, his depiction in the first Pirates movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very uh. cool villain. His demeanor and personality, I think, are just just spot on for pirate villain. Yeah. Honestly. Um, it's and- it's a it's an askew gentleman. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's not, he, it's, it's, I like him because you, when you hear about him, he's super evil, just murder people. He's a pirate who kills, takes her stuff yeah. and is not afraid to kill people. Yet when it came to like the ceremony and whatnot, his first instinct wasn't just slit their throat and kill them. It was cut their hand and you know, we're w- done. Waste not. Yeah, I know. But like, it's just, you're right. He's a very good villain. Uh, and then second honorable mention, uh, and this is only in his depiction in animated series, is Maul. Oh. Darth oh. Maul. Uh, yeah. In the movie, uh, Phantom Menace, which I, I enjoy, uh, controversial take. I enjoy the Phantom Menace. He just doesn't have a lot of character development. There's there's nothing there besides, ooh, light show. Yeah, but his... He was my fav- my first favorite villain, but that mm-hmm. was probably mostly because the cool lightsaber fight. Yeah. I Let's mean, it was a cool fight. Everyone's mind, and was in 1998, was blown when the second lightsaber part turned on. Oh, man. I still remember when I saw the first... The, the first time I saw that second uh, lightsaber part. It was like, whoa! Um, mind but, blown. Yeah, his writing and like character arcs in The Clone Wars and Rebels... And particularly what really does it for him is the voice actor, Sam Witwer. Just, man, that character is amazing. Uh, the conversation, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for the last season of Clone Wars. Ah, this is your warning. Good spoiler. The conversation that he has with Ahsoka at the end of the last like, Clone Wars season, uh. whenever he's predicting because he feels like the fall of the Republic and everything going mm-hmm. on, that conversation is awesome because... Like, it's just such a clash of, like, what the Jedi think is going on and what's actually going on. And then, like, yeah. they obviously have a great duel and everything. But, oh, what a great character. I have one more addition. Okay. And this is not entirely serious, but there is some seriousness to it. The shark from Jaws. Huh, yeah. That is... The good villain. The only villain without a motivation. That's Ooh. just an animal. He's hungry. You know what another His motivation is hunger. You know what another good villain like that is? Oh. The reactor core in the Chernobyl miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's man versus like nature or I don't know. Man I, versus himself, but in an abstract way. Yeah. Well yeah, the the Oh. If we're just going off the series, mm-hmm. I cannot remember his name, but that ugh, the guy that was like, Oh, this thing's broken, just 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 Push this button, everything will oh, be fine. Oh, the... The one that was inadvertently, or... I can't remember his name either. The, the shift leader or whatever yeah. that was responsible for letting things go so askew, yeah. more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So we, we good on villains? I, mean, I, I know we've, we've, we've like, hit the, uh, the unlock button on villain memories now, it seems, that they're flowing out. I, I kind of want to say one that might be a bit more obscure... Uh. Because that's the funnest way to introduce people to new things. Go for it. There is a book series. And now I'm like for real serious. If you've not read the book series, I highly recommend you read it. And this is going to be a very big spoiler for it. Are you uh, going to say what I think you're going to say? Probably not. Oh. Uh, there is a book series called Fable Haven. And the you're going to say what I think you're going to say. Oh, the gist of it is, you know, fairy tale creatures are real, but they're in preserves. There is a villain in this that his motivation is basically he doesn't want to die. He wants to live forever. And he has, and he also has, um, so Voldemort, um, what's the, uh, not, mo- uh, he has rules. He has modus operandi. He, no. he has things he believes and he's Morals? acting on them. 
he has a set of morals that he believes and he's acting on them, even though it's going to end up hurting a lot, many, many, many people. But when things go against him, he is willing to drop it because he just doesn't want to die. He's a very intriguing character. He's kind uh, of real, I guess. He, just he, don't say who his name is and you won't ruin anything for it. anyone. It's the villain from, you end up finding out who he is in like book three or four of Fablehaven. And I know it's kind of cheap not to say his name, but I'm it's such a big spoiler. You're trying to tease uh, people into this book series. It's I such mean, a good, I mean, if you read that, then you have to read the Beyonders, which is way better. But so, I'm going to get off topic here. One villain that really stuck out to me as a child, Agent Smith Ooh. from The Matrix. Ooh. Yeah, oh, that's he was a good one. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yes, everywhere. And, and you, you actually got. Sometimes with villains, you don't see growth, but mm-hmm. with him, you do. Because at first, he's just machine doing what mm-hmm. he's told, but then he got freedom, and he wanted to go after what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, oh. yeah, he is a good villain. Mm-hmm. And the way that there was this like weird sexual tension whenever he was just like, it's the smell. Yeah, I I see Yeah, I don't understand this, but uh, at the same time, I'd have to watch other than the first Matrix movie to uh, understand it, I think, right? Not seen all the Matrix? I've seen the first one. Isn't there going to be a new Matrix? Yeah. I'm so excited. What are they going to do, though? I greatly enjoyed the first one. I'm not surprised about her, but you? Yeah, it was just never, (laughs) Uh, I never saw it when I was a kid. The only reason uh, I saw it is we got the first Matrix DVD at a thrift store. Because Drow wanted it. <laughs> and I really wanted to watch it. And so I, I wanted to watch it with him. So I was just like, all right, you know, and I enjoyed it. But then I sat there thinking, well, the rest of this series is garbage. So yeah. I'm done. Oh, Honestly, they're fun to watch. They're I not have, good. But- I have been waiting for them to make a new one. Because this is an IP that they seem to refresh every so often. Mm, yeah. When was the last one? Was that like 2005? It was a while back. A very long time ago. The latest yeah. entries that make it interesting were basically video games, I think. Yeah. And I don't yeah. even know if there's been many of them. No. But like I said, I've been waiting for 300 years. Oh, uh, no. I finally thought of one of my villains I like. <laughs> I'm so slow. <laughs> um, Count Olaf from the series of Unfortunate Events. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I'll take yeah, it. He's yeah. a fun one. Yeah. I'll never forget when that movie version of that book came out. Oh. Uh, it was so funny to me yeah. because it was the trailers would be like Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey <laughs> yeah. and Jim Carrey. But like so funny. I remember being so mad when I was reading those books, <laughs> but throwing them across the room, picking them back up because I had to know the next despicable thing Count Olaf would do. <laughs> Who's the mm-hmm. real villain in that book? Count Olaf for all the incompetent adults. The incompetent yeah. adults are strike <laughs> a high real, note. The real villain is the author. Hey. But I, I'm sorry I had to interrupt, but I love Count Olaf. That's a good one. That's a That's good one. That's a good one. Yeah. And the other one I was thinking of is, for 300 years, the blood mist prevented all in Ravenland from straying far from the comfort of their hearths. Now the mist is gone. Brave souls and cunning scoundrels now wander the cursed world, sealed away behind the iron lock to find their fortune in the, the Forbidden, Forbidden Lands. Who's our villain for the Forbidden Lands? Is it ourselves? ourselves. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Rolf. We just don't I know character versus Rolf. self. Dang it. I just had an idea. <laughs> the son of a shepherd. <laughs> what? what if you put chocolate in a hot glue gun? Could you that just like draw it? Theoretically, it would have to yes. be a low temperature. I actually one. have something yeah. similar to one to like that, almost like a syringe. We're way off topic now. Uh, okay. Check the chocolate right into my veins. I'm excited to see Sheercliff. The real villain is Sheercliff. No, the real villain is Treatenbergville. No, Treatenbergville's the unsung hero. You stop that. <laughs> Their mayor is a bear. Treatenbergville is the anti-hero. <laughs> like Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, look. Or is Kalee the villain because she just wants to shoot them all? I think in Forbidden Lands, there are no clear... Well, I take that back. There is a clear villain or two. You guys have heard of him. Zygopher. Yeah. We haven't gotten to much around them. But I think in general, everyone's just kind of out for themselves. There's no clear... Our our ultimate villain is the uh, the peeing orc. Yes. (laughs) Final boss fight right the there. The urinating orc. Just like I'm still urinating. A giant 
orc urinating as he fights all of you at once. I do not like the concept of that. <laughs> you should have killed me when you had the chance. Every time you like see a him, line attack. he gets bigger and the, <laughs> the piss gets longer. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Have you ever seen, um, no. have you ever seen those videos of like training firemen getting lifted off the ground by the fire <sighs> hose? Where you oh, no. Oh, I was worried when you said video. <laughs> what the fuck did I you know, think right? I was going to say? I don't know, but the con- the, 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 for 300 years. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Right in the middle of it. Uh, choo-choo. When we last left you guys, uh, you had left, uh, Treatenbergville, scenic Treatenbergville, after rearriving there uh, with your journeys with the hole, dealing with some trade. Uh, I think you guys took the time to level up and learn some new things. Um, uh, Dreamin' in particular got uh, some more magic abilities. I could have cat feet. I got cat feet. Uh, you left um, and then you traveled, had the day out on the road, more or less, and uh, today is the morning quarter day after that, and you have discovered this town called Sheercliff. Um, and to describe it for everyone again, you're in the plains biome near like uh, a river and a lake, uh, a little bit distant because these, these hexes are big. Uh, and you see this like stone. It's like as if someone had like sheared off a mountain or just a large mesa. And like there's a huge like cutout on one side and a, a town built in the shade of it, more or less, in these plains. Again, so envision, if you will, like rolling grass hills and then this like huge uh, stone mesa-like structure with a really smooth, sheared-off face that the town is nestled under. What do you guys want to do? You're in the middle of the morning quarter day, I should say. I do have a question. Yeah. I can see the map, but um, can Kali assume that Sheercliff is on the same river as Boulder Post? Um... Geographically speaking, it looks like they would be connected. Sort of. Um, so if you look, uh, I guess if you look at the map that Asgard gave you, okay. that's the only thing I can really reference without showing off what we got on the screen. Yeah. Basically, Sheercliff is on the uh, left side of that lake um, where the uppermost house marker is. And Boulder Post would basically be to the right of it off map on the other side of the lake. Okay, so it's on it's on the same lake. Yeah, just okay. opposite sides. It looked like the same waterway at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, you see this before you. What do you want to do? Does anybody want to go visit a new town? Always. I can't be any worse than Treatenburgville. Treatenburgville was perfectly delightful, and he'll start walking towards the town. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna more bound. party time. Rolk, do you have enough money for more party time? I won a bet yesterday, so yeah. What was your bet? Hell yeah. Do you remember seeing those all those empty mugs? Yeah? That was the bet. <laughs> you would. You know what you're good at, Rolk. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go getting put those skills to injured. the test. What'd you say? Fuck yeah. Cat? Vart and getting his feet injured. Yep. <laughs> Says the, sec the um, only other person with almost as many foot injuries. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move you guys on top of it. So now it'll be the daytime quarter day because you spent the morning traveling here, more or less. So it's about noon. Uh, you get into Sheercliff um, and you see this is probably the biggest settlement you've been to yet. Oh. Um, mm. The uh, Treatenburgville, we called it a village, but it was really a hamlet. So there's a handful of houses um, and some like you know institutions like the forestry um, mm -hmm. and the uh, mill. I think this place has got a lot more going on. There's a lot more houses around it. Like there's more than just one main road that cuts through town. There's a few crossing roads and there's like houses in town and whatnot. And wow. of course, Boulder Post was just an outpost. It has a stoplight. <laughs> just a guy holding up different signs. Uh, His name is Stoplight. <laughs> hmm. What an industrious family. When you uh, get in... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> when you get in, uh, you, uh, so you notice a couple different things. First off, it's like super windy in town here. Like... Something it's about its position in the plains, windy. like even through, 
<laughs> it's it's fucking windy. <laughs> I can't tell if there was like fart jokes or something else going on. It's just good old memes. Okay, wimby. It's real wimby up in here. Uh, it's like does you'd think the mace would provide more uh, cover against it, but something about where it's situated on the plains, it's pretty consistently windy. Um, another thing you notice is that there are like almost all the houses here and all the buildings are new, like brand new. Like Ooh. you can't like find months? Like, like years. Okay. Um, you can't find anything you would think that would be older than like 50 years old. That's still pretty old. Hmm. That either means it's been rebuilt or it's brand re- relatively new. Yeah. Let's go As ask. A place in general. Yeah. I'll go ask somebody. The As you walk around I town. See. Uh, you'll see there's a couple different places. There's a, um, there's a mill, uh, a windmill. Uh, it's called the Windmiss Windmill. I mean, there better be a windmill here with all that wind. (laughs) There is a really large looking brewery that you can tell. And it's like, there's a ton of beer being stored up. And as you walk by, yeah. Rolk, Rolk is just like, oh, I think I like this place better. I bet you do. Uh, the beer, the brewery is uh, called Stout Barrel, the Stout Barrel Brewery. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, you can tell that so there's cute. a Smithy in town. It's called Flux Deluxe. Are you shitting me? Uh, and then there is a tavern. There's always a tavern. Yes. Did you generate that? Yes. Good generation. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking bets or something? What? It's not important. <laughs> Let's keep going. We, ha- we, ha- we haven't reached that Patreon goal yet. <laughs> Used my talking together. I can't hear him with yeah. the headphones on. <laughs> One of these days, we will get a dedicated condenser microphone. Don't say this. To put behind your don't butt. Don't put it in their minds. Don't. Just oh. first so we can have comedic timing for whenever you rip them. Let me guess you, man. The winds from beyond. <laughs> oh, that's a story. The northern winds. Uh, there was, that's a story no, for no, another no, no, time. No, hang on. That'll be, that'll be an opener. That'll be for another... Uh, that, that's a whole banter topic on make, its own. Don't make me an opener. <laughs> All right. Not, I'm not strong enough. You're a door I'm that opens and closes on phone mine. Strong enough. <laughs> the creaking door. <laughs> okay. The one okay. who knocks. There was oh a smithy God. and a tavern and a mill, and you were saying something else. Uh, you keep going. I'm about ta- to cry. <laughs> the tavern is called the Dead Goat. And it's oh it's God. just an upside down goat. Uh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, there's also stables in there. Uh, and you also see something you haven't seen in a, t- a settlement before. Uh, there's a dedicated, like, militia barracks. Ooh. Oh. What's its title? What's its uh, there's name? a little advertising thing for it called the Three Minute Brigade. Oh, that's how you actually expected to have a night name. That's cool. <laughs> oh, my God. So they have a military. Uh, yeah, it's a militia. So it's kind of like pseudo, you know, that's the first it's like a guard yeah, presence like a guard. we've seen. Yeah, uh, you can tell because there's people all, all on the street, a lot more so than even Treatenburgville, and there's tons of different, there's a couple different streets. So there's like the main intersection and a couple more subs, side streets. How were they dressed? Normally. <gasps> Mostly humans. Um, oh, and So was Treatenburgville. Yeah. They were dressed weird. Yeah. Uh, the, these people are dressed normally. You estimate, uh, based on the number of buildings and people you're seeing out, there could be as many as 200 people that like live here and not oh. just passing through. Wow. And I wonder if they have a militia because they're a larger place, or is this a place wherein there's danger that they might need one? That's um, interesting to hear. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? Like You see all this I've just described just by walking through like one or two streets in town. Everyone like, is going to try and say hi to everybody that he passes. You're going to hey, get really tired. Hey, hey. Uh, most people are just like wave at you, but I mean, this is a busy town, even if it is small, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's go to the tavern. I'm sure they have some kind of information kiosk there or something. They're uh, being really cool. It's. Are un- they being really cool? Are they being cool? So many people. People here are treating you a lot like they would in a uh, Boulder Post. It's just there's there's a lot of uh, bustle and business going on here. People do live here, but like the part of town that you're in isn't like all houses and neighborhoods, you know? We're well, in the shopping like, district. More along the lines of how are they treating Cahoon? 
Uh, they don't seem to mind. I mean, you guys do see a couple other elves and dwarves, maybe an elf or two. And it okay. gives Cahoon a, a weird look, but nothing bad. Fight me. So nobody's being outwardly racist towards What's, our son. What? No. Did, did you see that guy? I did. Didn't he, he look at me look. weird? He did. I can shoot him uh, if you like. You want to go bite him? Khalid, does that mean that he wants to be my friend? Oh, Unfortunately, no. no. It oh, more God. like looks of like, I've never seen someone like a wolfkin this far out of the forest. Ah. But you guys are also kind of a sight. You got... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. An elven, you know, explorer. You have a very buff old man. With purple fingers. With purple fingers from magic. Uh, and then a wolfkin. And then a huge dark black wolfkin. Yeah. So we guys. probably do look like a crazy <laughs> Does Cahoon grin whenever oh, he says and, hi? and Rolk the drunken hi. human. <laughs> oh, yes, and just and Rolk. The, the, uh, the attempt of a grin, uh, which is mostly just, just burying his face. a snarl the, look. Uh, the lips furl up. Maybe he, like, licks the front of his teeth so that there's no spit, <laughs> like, like dripping. Just, uh-huh. hi. The elf trying uh, not to be disgusted by the fact that she's right. surrounded by more people. Give them a big old grin. <laughs> a uh, huge longbow on her back. Let's go to the tavern. That guy's got a dog. <laughs> so you can get a little drinky poo. Oh no, so Rock can. I want to ask questions. But I'm not going to pull over some random person on the street. I would. Yes, I'm aware, Cahoon. But that seems to work out for you somehow. Excuse me, sir. Oh, yeah. I... Uh, my name is Cahoon. I just, I just showed up here. What's, what's the deal here? Do you know stuff about this place? <laughs> oh, Cahoon. I, I'm on my way to work. Where I've do you had, work? I've just, I work at the Smithy. What's your name? Smith. My name is. <laughs> <laughs> I have names <laughs> for just such an occasion. All right. I know you're laughing. Because Drow will ask for any NPC's name. I have the names ready. It's just, I know you're laughing because you thought you got, or you're doing the whole, what's your name? What's your kid's name? And I'm hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. What's your name? What's your kid's name? What do they do? What's your wife's name? Jesus Christ. Uh, My name's Arnold. I'm an apprentice at the Smithy. Oh, that's so cool. Hey, Arnold. Hey. I... I will come by there later. You oh, should get to work. Yeah, I should. Bye. Uh, bye? I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Just as bye and immediately turns around to yeah. leave. Let's, let's go to the tavern. I might need a wine after that. Yeah. I met the apprentice Smith. Was he nice? You were right there. Well, he, he was just busy. Okay. I wasn't listening to him. Okay. That makes enough sense. He looked boring. I had to go drag Rolk away from the brewery. Why? He tried to disappear. I did not. That's why we're going to the tavern. Oh, maybe they'll have the beer. That's right. The brewery is what makes it, right? I don't know how brewery works. Yeah. Yes, they make it. All right. Hey, Hulk, do you think that you could swim in the vat? I don't know if I'd want to do that. I don't know if that would be sanitary. I couldn't ruin such a wonderful product like that. What if you just laid face down? That sounds dangerous. I don't know if we know about germs yet in this world, but that doesn't sound clean. We do know about anaphylactic shock, though. Do you remember the topic about the leeches? Ah, that's true. (laughs) I have a a strange patchwork of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's go to the tavern. You go to the tavern, the dead goat. uh, You walk in. There's a young, like, 16-year-old kid, boy, manning the, um, the bar. What do you want to do? Hey, kid! Oh, yeah? What's up with this place? Oh, this is the uh, dead goat. No, uh, I meant this place, like Shearcliff. This is a town. Like, like what? what's, like, what do you guys, what's, what's up with Shearcliff? You know, hey, hey. What makes Shearcliff Look special? Oh, what's up with Shearcliff? Do you, do you want to buy drugs? Can I? I don't know, but you're talking to me like you want something Dreaming. secret. Uh, okay. I don't even this? know where, like, to get them, but, like, you, you sound like <laughs> what my mom says people who want like to buy uh, drugs sound like do you hi, want to buy hi, drugs oh my god oh. I don't sell drugs I don't what? I don't condone using drugs uh, recreate, uh, well, uh, what's your name ones. my <laughs> name is Dennis you got any death hi. sticks hi oh my god Khalees <laughs> <laughs> just like can we leave now I'm already in bed I, I want to go home uh, and rethink my life <laughs> uh, I Dennis yeah uh 
do you do you happen to know any of the history about this area? Like, what does Shercliff do? I don't know. We Why only moved here like two years ago. Uh, oh, it's pretty new from what I hear. Oh, Sound what did like you hear? Teenager. Well, it's just like I don't know. We moved here. Uh, we we're like looking at a brochure, and there was like Shearcliff in uh, Trittenbergville, and I couldn't pronounce that one. Ah, uh, Trittenbergville is a delightful place. You really oh. missed out. It's better than here. Uh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Well, I don't know much about it, so <laughs> yeah. Can I get you guys something to drink? I'll take an L or a mead. And you look at like their menu and they like mo- most of the places you've traveled. The only place I guess would be exception was like Boulder Post had a good like drink menu because they do so much trading. Um, but like when you went to Treatenburgville, there was the beer and that was and like maybe a wine and that was it. Here, like because there's a brewery in town, there's like choice. There's no wine on the menu or maybe <gasps> there is like one generic uh, red Clea wine that you can get. Offended. But there's <laughs> tons of beer options. Uh, I'll let somebody else go first. Oh, I want a uh, a double IPA, please. Oh my god. Clee just kind of sighs heavily. Says, "Your child, but what's the most regular?" And she just had her nose kind of wrinkles. Beer. Oh, I mean, like you just like want something, you know. Uh, Classic. Your thir- uh, I mean, we got some like Pilsner you could have. Ugh. Pretty inoffensive. Unlike this double IPA, my dude. Like, boy, scour up your face real good. Nice and bitter. It's just like, no, on second thought, a red wine. I'll, uh, All right. I'll take the uh, October Beast. <laughs> the October Beast. Are you just looking at a random beer menu? Oh, how much? How much for our drinks? Like a <laughs> copper? You know, it's like six months till October right now, but I'll 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 see if we have anything in bottles. Thank you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I that think it's like a copper or two. I forget how much it is for. I want to say it was like two coppers. <laughs> yeah. Um, where would we be able to find out more about this place? We're going to be working nearby, and we we kind of like to know the area a bit more. Uh, I mean, like the I, the person in charge of this is Mary Marlene Stout Barrel. She's also runs the brewery. Stout Barrel. It's a good name. Does, really good name. Does she happen to be a dwarf? Hmm. Does she happen to be a dwarf? How do you know? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, do you have a library? No. Cretans. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> Does uh, Sheercliff have a library? Well, oh, that's like- Sheercliff? Uh, no. Oh, if you. Okay. There's like a community book stand, but it's not really a library. Uh, I was trying to make sure he wasn't pulling a teenager. You, I don't have one. Are you looking for like smut? Yes. No. no. What is that? There. Cone, we've had this conversation before. Uh, Have we? There are things you don't want to know. Dove. <laughs> you guys have no idea how much we have to edit around. Just conversation, conversation. Stop. And then our our I immature giggling. I can't stop. Can't stop. We need to stop. get you fucking Beano or something. <laughs> Take Beano before, there'll be no gas. Jeez, I love Shearcliff. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to go talk to the mayor, but I'm sure she has more important things to do than just to tell some random people about her town. Is there, like, an information stand? What? Is there, like, an information stand? What, you think it's like a tourist kiosk or something? Yeah. What about an old person who tells stories? Oh, my uh, God. Like he sits at the fire some nights in a uh, rocking you're chair. Are looking for old people? Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, dreaming. Bless your heart, child, and he'll walk away from the tavern. <laughs> he's, he's, he's 16. I don't know what you're expecting. Cahoon, uh, you're a good child. Inside, the only other people you see inside the tavern is you see a balding, disgruntled looking, like middle aged man who's a little overweight going around like wiping tables. Oh. Uh, like, looks like he's upset about something uh, for some reason uh, and then there's uh, there's another patron in right now it's like late lunch when you guys are in here most people are, have gone back to work or whatever there's a guy who's wearing like ye old fantasy overhauls and a straw hat <gasps> hmm. sitting by himself at a Draymond wants to and talk Draymond to him will buy another L 
Okay. Take it over to the man sitting at the table. Okay. Oh, hi there, sir. Uh, I'll sit down at the uh, table. You, with when him. you walk up, you hear him like mumbling to himself. God dang old. God dang old man. Well, how you doing? Oh, is, who are you? I'm dreaming. Would you like an L? Oh, uh, it's for free? Yeah. I sure will like an L. See, I like to buy people L and talk to them. Tell me about yourself, sir. Oh, my name is Tommy Lee Billy Bob. Beautiful. I was just <laughs> farming around here and just come in town and have a beer. There are a lot of farmers around here? Hey, a little bit. In the outside of town. What do you grow? Uh, this is my friend, Kali. Well, I used to grow vegetables and stuff, but now it's all the roses, wheat, and barley for the brewery. Ah. I'm sorry, audience, if my uh, mush mouth is a little too incomprehensible. I hear you're perfectly fine. I don't yeah, do mush mouth. But Not you to... have relatives that I speak like that. I don't have relatives. No, no you fair, do. Fair. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so do. do I. And it's kind of scary how much I understand it because of how many times oh, I've been to Jacob's family stuff. We should do like subtitles. It's not that mushy. It's understandable. I, I'm trying to balance, you know, understandable mushy mouth and like like Boomhauer and like. Uh, oh my God. Southeastern North Carolina incomprehensibleness. Like your uncle. Like my uncle. So, uh, tell me about this town. There was a new town. New town built five, six years ago. Really? That's very recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We farmers been here a longer time, and this town just popped up out of nowhere. What was here? What brought people here? I don't know. Just a few houses, and then just, you know, blood mess go away, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a town. God dang city folk taking land. The three of us <laughs> have been Tell looking for somewhere to station ourselves. Do tell, why is there a uh, oh, militia here? I mean, just sometimes you gotta deal with bandits, sometimes there's orcs just hate people and go fight them and stuff like that. That's only good part about town is the militia. Three-man brigade. Not as fast as a minute, man, but, you know, three minutes is good enough. Three minutes uh, is pretty good. Have there ever been wolfkin problems? And I do is that what you is? Wolfkin? No, I'm just Harry. God dang, boy. <laughs> yeah. God dang. <laughs> Rogaine too much, tell you what. No, no, no. It's just it's just a hormone thing. Bless your heart. Bada, how many hexes are you outside of town? I was within a hex. Oh, okay. Basically, when you came in, <laughs> there's like the town and then there's yeah. like farmland Hexes extending are like around. Two meta. So, yeah. uh, what could you tell us about the land about northwest from here? Oh, northwest? Yeah. Uh, so tell you. Might be some kind of veil there. Uh, I mean, I don't never done too much exploring, live here my whole life. Uh, so you've lived here your whole life, but the town's only been here for six years. Yeah, what he's yeah. saying is basically. He and other farmers have lived in the area oh. in what may have been like a very small like community. And then it became a and town. And then it became a town like overnight for them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, hmm. I heard tell most boys they captured a couple orcs in a raid. Oh. They were they were proving their metal to go on some some quest against the Spider Queen and Castle. I don't know where it was. Spider Queen. Spider Queen? Yeah. I don't know shit about orcs and spiders or nothing. I just grow stuff. Not potatoes anymore, but, you know. Oh, it's a shame. Potatoes are delicious. I just need to get garden or Malted something like that. grape in sight. You ever had baked potato? Uh, oh, baked potato good. Fries? Fried good. You ever had uh, mashed potato? Mashed potato good. Yams? Yams are good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was good talking to you. All uh, right, thanks for a beer. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. 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 Do we want to stay in town for the night? And if we do, I kind of do want to... Oh. I'm oh. going to go talk to the mayor. You go talk to the mayor. I'll talk to... You... Hey, Cahoon, you like to speak to people, don't you? I do, yes. You want to go talk to the mayor? Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, go talk to the militia. Okay. I'll go with Cahoon. Okay. All right, so you go down to the Stop Barrel uh, Brewery. Who's watching Ralk? No one. No one. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna. Well, things worked out last time. So. Ralk took. Um, uh, Khalid Rolk. took Ralk babysitting duty last behave, time. Behave yourself. Ralk's gone. 
Oh. Well, we'll find him eventually. He's probably at the brewery. I'm going to mark off, like, three silver, or, like, two silver for Rolk, so that he can buy stuff. No, he has Rolk money has right now. money. Yeah, don't worry about it. Rolk he has had, money. like, five, He said he won a bet. At least five silver, and then he won a bet. Yeah, yeah. he's fine. Cahoon and Kalir are going to the brewery, and Dreamin's going to the militia. Let's do the brewery first. Um, Cahoon, Kalir, you go down to the brewery. There's, like, tons of barrels stacked outside, um, and you see there's a sign open outside that says free tastings inside. Oh. Uh, and you go in. Uh, what do you do? Are you asking for uh, Marlene or what? Do yeah. I see Rolk wasted? <laughs> you see Rolk, and he is like <laughs> got a flight of like tasting samples, and he's just like going through all of them. I figured you'd have him doing a keg stand or something. Rolk. I pretend I don't know him. This is the best town ever, guys. It's Marlene, you said? Yeah. Uh, but if you ask for her, uh, a dwarven woman comes out, um, and she's got, like, very thickly braided uh, brown hair with, like, some metal... Uh, what is it called? Thickly braided brown hair with some metal beading? Not beading, like like things you can put around it. You know what Cuffs? that's called? Cuffs around the hair. Um, she's wearing, like, a working apron and, like, a uh, shirt. And she says, Oh, who are you, fine folk? Hi there. We're, um, travelers. Oh, have you come to taste the fine brews at Stout Barrel? I am not opposed to that, but I was actually hoping that you could, uh, tell me a little bit about this place that you've started overseeing. Oh, Stout Barrel, I mean, it's a... It's... I'm overseeing it now. Are you talking about the brewery or the town? The town. Ah, well, that's been a new development. Uh, ever since we set up the brewery here, we've kind of taken over control of the growing town. Stout Burl is a, is a family business, but I've set it up here because this is the best place to source green for brews, in my opinion, and I want it to be right at the source. That makes enough sense. Yes. Town's growing up real fast, though. Uh-huh. I think that's kind of amazing, honestly. You having trouble with people in town? What can I do for you? Oh, oh I was just hoping that, uh... You would be able to tell me a little bit about the history here, but should I? What's to know? How fast have things been growing? Uh, we got here about five years ago. Hmm. Can I get you uh, samples fresh out of the barrel? I'm more of a wine person myself. Ah, can't help you there. Uh, ah. You know what? I'll try some. Uh, I would actually very much appreciate that. Thank you. I don't know if Cahoon likes beer or not, but it's fine beer. Like, it's really nice. So it's a newish town... How long have uh, have you guys been, your family, I mean, uh, been making beer from this area's resources? I mean, we've been making beer as far back as we can remember, but I found this place, oh, 20 so years ago, harder to transport during the blood mist, yes, but uh, we set up shop here as soon as the blood mist went away. Okay, that makes enough sense. Has there been a a banditry problem since more people are settling here. Aye, yeah. Not unusual. Makes enough sense. But thankfully the good folk here have formed a three-minute brigade to handle such issues. Ah. Normally, as a group of travelers, we have been known to be take on jobs and forcing them. So, well, I suppose that is not something that will be needed here. Were you looking for work? Perhaps. Well, I've heard tell that there's a there's a problem house towards the edge of town. Uh, accidents keep happening there. It's been abandoned for a little bit, but every time someone moves in, something happens. Uh. People say they see glow come from it in the full moon. Oh. I think it's anecdote, but... Oh. Interesting. I believe a certain colleague of mine will be quite interested in this. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem. But I, boy, I tell you, I just drop adventure hooks and all of you just, like, you buy all of them. We'll never get through this game. <laughs> We're completionists at heart. We like story. <laughs> Excited monkey noises. Uh, yeah, so you guys leave. Dreamin', you said you wanted to go to the three-minute brigade? Yes. Okay. Uh, he goes in, uh, and uh, is there, like, is this just a barracks bunkhouse, or is there some kind of, like, secretary or front desk? I mean, there's, like, a training ground, and there's a barracks. Uh, there's also, like, a small... There's a, a building with, like, an armory and uh, uh I'm just looking around for someone well. who seems to be in charge. Sure, there's a, there's some sort of 
officer secretary that you can uh, interact with there. His name is um, Bent Johnson. Oh, hello there. Hey. Hi, uh, my name is Dreamin'. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. My name's Bent. Nice to meet you. Uh, you interested in joining the brigade? Not in the slightest. Oh. Uh, not that I disagree with you. I'm an adventurer, and we're going to be exploring the nearby areas, and I was wondering if you could forewarn us of any danger in the near areas. Oh, I mean, so... Sure, I mean typical problems around this area. We got some bandits every now and then. The Isir orcs come down and do raids. Uh, we just had a run-in with them a week or two ago. I'm thinking in particular about... Let me check my map. I'm going to guess about 30 to 50 kilometers northwestish. Ah, uh, well, they come from the arena forest, which is north and northeast. Uh... Northwest. I mean, that's like the mountain range. There's not many orcs up in there. Well, we've heard rumors of there a little, a little, is a veil of forest, or is a veil like a, not a crevice, but a, uh, a valley. That's a, valley. a good question. I honestly don't know. Well, we've heard of a little area up in the mountains about that way. I was wondering if you'd ever had anyone go up there. Veil is a valley. Okay, uh-huh. a little valley up in the ah, mountains. I was right. Uh, I mean, I'm, it's probably valleys up there. I haven't heard much of anything. Well, okay, I was just curious. And yeah. while I'm here, I know the militia does all it can to help, but are there any issues or bad bounties, dare I say, that you could use assistance with? No, not that I can think of. Okay, well, thank you for your time, sir. Yeah, uh, so you finish up with him. Um, I'm assuming you guys meet back somewhere in town. Uh, Ralk is still MIA, but at least you know where he was. <laughs> we know where to find him. Yeah. Well, I spoke to the militia. They don't seem to know of any valley up in the mountains, which means we don't really have much knowledge going in, except the name of the dead. And also, the legend. We have... Oh, and the legend, that's right. A potential job if we were looking for a little coin while we're in town. Ooh. What? What's going on? There seems to be a bit of a problem house. There's a fucking haunted house that happens to glow on the full moon. Did you say haunted house? Fuck yeah. That sounds awesome. I I thought you'd be interested. I'm trying to stop. I am actually genuinely trying to remember if I've said Dreamin is afraid of ghosts. No. That's the other one. No, that's Konar. No, that's Konar, Um, yeah. So I had to... (laughs) <laughs> keep my character's order. That sounds interesting. Hey, if we if we dehauntify the house, do we get it? I don't think that was in the arrangement. W- was there an arrangement, or was it just information? It was merely information. However, uh, I imagine that if we talked to the property owner, we could get them to pay us a uh, 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 sum to clear it out. Who is the property owner? We would have to go find that out. Let's go find out. I want to de-haunt a house. Okay. Okay. Just for- call us the Haunt Breakers. <laughs> so you go and you find... Uh, <laughs> Break it makes me feel good. Oh. <laughs> I break your concentration. No. Um, so you go find the property owner through Marlene for sake of brevity. Uh, they're willing to pay one gold, so it'd be two silver each. Uh, for you to, uh, it's enough for an XP. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. For you to de-spook this house. Make it a gold and a half. No deal. Oh, okay. We'll take a gold. Because quite frankly, that's a lot of money. It sure is. Uh, yeah. And also... They're realistic with you again for brevity. They could probably find new unknowing tenant tenants and keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh God. Sure, we'll check out the house for a gold. But they only offer it if you can like prove it's you know, empty. We'll find out. Figure something out. I mean, if it doesn't fucking glow on the next full moon. When's the next full moon? Tonight. You didn't want to decide the face of the moon. Let's say <laughs> it'll happen within the next week or two. All right. There's a big difference between in the next week and the next week or two. Well, basically, you'd have to prove that you dehaunted it other than just being like, yeah, we we didn't see anything. You're can good. I, can I have a key? Yeah, they'll, they'll give you a key. Can we stay there while we dehaunt it? Sure. Yeah, we don't have to pay for a room, guys. Cheapskate. (laughs) 
Listen, it's called being fiscally responsible. And with the way that Rilke is drinking us out of house and home, it's necessary. Those were free samples. I'm sure he the wants to keep the free ones. Let's we're go. not. <laughs> Let's go hunt breaking. Uh, okay, so uh, you go to this house at the edge of town. We sure do get distracted pretty easily, don't we? You've yeah. you've you've bitten on to so many plot hooks at this point. I can tear you any which way. You guys go to this house. Uh, you're given its address. You're able to find it at the. It's at the edge of the center of town. So it is in like neighborhood areas. Um, maybe it's at the end of a street. It's very visibly overgrown with vines on it. Uh, the grass in the yard. Uh, resembles the plains grass where it's tall and it's hard to see around it. The house is still very new, though. What do you do? Let's go inside. Uh, you go in and there's no furniture. It's barren inside. The ghosts are also thieves. How much do you want to bet that it's like actually thieves? They're just making a like, uh, like a story around it so that they can set it up. Is that a little thieves den? Yeah. That'd be a cool idea. We'll keep that in mind. Yeah, for whenever we need to build a thieves, I mean, just a, a, a party base. Yeah. It's not like cold or anything or eerie noises. Um, Is it a basement? No, with the wind that's kind of continuous in this place, there's some weird eerie howling. And also just like how starkly gross and, you know, decrepit this house looks, even though it's newer build because of all the overgrowth. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's weird and uncomfortable. The howling reminds me of home. I don't Do like it's it. Walking? Gently howling? I, I sure fucking hope not. I think that that would make people very uncomfortable with Probably. wolfkins. And I don't need that. I, uh, yes. Dreamin, you yes. seemed rather interested. Do you have any knowledge about this? Not a bit. I just thought it sounded really interesting. I don't know anything about Oh, I'm ghosts. on radio. I'm shaking my head. I'm Kalee. Ah, is there a basement or a cellar? There's a cellar. Not much of a like big basement, but I yeah. want to go into the cellar. Okay. Is there anything interesting about the cellar? Not really. I mean, this place has been moved in and out of a lot over the past year. So, you know, there's nothing here. It's an empty house. What was the land used for before, uh... The house it was, was the burial farmer, ground. Farmer's community, remember? Yeah. Where they buried all the dead cows. Haunted by the spirits Is of dead there cows. Any dirt in the cellar that looks like it's more disturbed than the other dirt. No. Uh, you take your time looking around. You don't find anything. I want to knock on the floors and knock on the walls and listen for any hollow spaces. Don't, don't find anything. Can't we just wait for nighttime and see if there's something about the night that makes this place extra spooky? What if we want to be boring? It's a good I, idea, Callie. I'll give it's the place a thorough sniff. The only thing that happens that's weird is that sometimes it feels like the doors shut harder than you anticipate them to, or the windows flap open in the wind and then flap back. There's a tiefling here with thaumaturgy. I... Is, is the house leaning? Is the house built uneven and it just makes things open and close? Not that you can tell. Is there even anything wrong here? Just needs to be I mean, renovated. I mean, it's just the doors closing and the windows opening and closing. It's you not say that, that and like the front door just opens immediately. Well, I'm trying to find out what's wrong here. So if you could just stop that, he yells at the door. The door closes. Well, thank you. We weren't ready to leave. Um, oh. I don't know oh. if um there's a role for this, but um, can I do like scouting or something? Uh, I only have to ask that when there's something to ask it for. Okay. When you're like normally in a Pathfinder D and D, you would do like perception, investigate. In this game, it's just. Whatever you ask about or talk about. Okay. All right. Do I smell the fox? You do not smell the fox. Is there an attic? Uh, there's a little bit, yeah. I want to inspect the attic. Attic is empty. Nothing in it. I... Are there any engravings on the outside? No. 
Is it night right now? No, it's like afternoon. Oh, then yeah. Let's, we definitely let's, need to stay overnight. Let's wait. I was trying yeah. to, you know, do an investigation, find a body or something, but I guess we'll just wait for night. All right, so you're going to wait here overnight or you're going to leave, try to find Rolk? We'll wait. Okay. Rolk will be here where we are eventually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know where to find Rolk. Uh, evening comes and Rolk finally makes his way to you guys. Uh, carrying a barrel. You see him coming up. He finds the house. He second guesses and he starts walking towards it. No, and, no, we're here. Yeah, he walks towards the house uh, and uh, he jiggles the door and the door's locked. Uh, did we lock the door? I go unlock the door. You unlock the door and it flies open. Well, whatever's here is rude. Oh, 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 is there dirt on the floor? Is Is there a soft surface that I could like write a message in. I mean, there's dust. Okay, yeah. I will write Hello? a message <laughs> into the dust. You write a message into the dust, and the window opens. Dust swirls around, and your message is gone. Oh, the window closes. They're rude, and they're not good at communicating. Rock, you come on in. Bring the big keg with you. Hell yeah. Maybe we can party with the ghost. I'm gonna keep on trying that. Um, Are there? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna write in the go in the the dust after yours. What do you want? Nothing happens. Okay. Oh, great spirit of this house, who is haunting it? It's being kind of a butt. <laughs> is there anything you want? The door opens. I think it wants us to leave. No, that can't possibly be it. You want us to open all the doors. We open all the doors and windows. We open all the doors make, and windows. If we make it angry enough, it might appear. <laughs> if we annoy the snot out of it, maybe it'll you leave. You want a new door. Nothing happens. I'll close the door. What else do you want? Door opens again. I'll close the door and put my foot in front of it. What else do you want? <laughs> The door bumps against your foot. Well, there's obviously something here. Well, Cat says it's a poltergeist. Moving items, all that mess. Just annoying. Do you want some beer? Okay, let me level with you, spirit. What you are doing here, not very dangerous. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty interesting, but that's just going to make you a tourist trap. Is that what you want? New people coming in every so often just to gawk at you opening and closing the door. If you want privacy, you should leave town. You wait, and you hear just what almost like the wailing wind coming from the the windows. I look out the window. You look out the window, and as the sun is setting, you see a gaunt, drawn face with a pale green glow where you should see your own reflection, and then it disappears. Oh! Come on! Oh, no! This has suddenly got a lot more... Spooky. Spooky. Um... Come on, uh, we just want to help. uh, Honestly, we do want to help. People will never leave you alone. Listen, we can be friends, right? We can be pals. Pals help each other out. You don't even have to help us, we'll help you. I'm gonna write into the dust. Was this your home? Nothing happens. I'm trying. Can I look out a different window? Uh, you look out a different window, you don't see anything. Cahoon, you look at Dreamin, what he's doing, and you look back at the dust, and you see the face in the dust, and then it goes away. Klee tries to check the window in the dust, too. She's not seen the face, but she has seen them react. Yeah, you don't see anything. Can I go, like, circle the house outside? You go to the door? Yeah. You go to the door and it flies open. Okay, maybe you're going the direction it wants. You know what? That's a fair point. Kalee follows. Uh, sure. I'll start going. Do Does anything go else out? happen? No. Sleep. No, leave. He's inside. Do I have to? Yes, Rolk. Somebody's giving me the, the key. Somebody has to stay inside so we don't get locked out, even uh, though I have the key. Maybe you should stay, Kalee. All right. The barrel of beer starts rolling towards the door, and Rolk goes, "No!" He starts chasing it at the door. Don't, Rolk! Don't, don't leave me alone! Such a, are you? Oh, Rolk! He gets it up. He starts walking it back inside. I'll wait for him to get back inside. 
Okay. No, let's follow what the ghost wants. Like, if the door opens, go out the door and see if something else happens. The I thing is, it's just going to slam shut. Just lock I'll us leave. Out. You know, well, yeah, let's walk out. All right, everybody, pack up. Let's walk out. We have the key, right? Yeah, we have the key. We can just key. get back in. You walk out, and of course, the door slams shut, and you hear it click. I unlock it and open it back up. You, you have to fight it, because it is trying to close, and the key is, like, turning in the latch. We'll fight it. <laughs> okay. You were able to open it up. Everybody come back inside. So it doesn't want anyone to be in this house. I'll circle the house, see if I can find anything else. Uh, You circle the house. um, You don't see anything. I want to look through a window from the outside. Ooh. Uh, You look around and you look into the window, into the attic, and you see what think is a pair of two green eyes. You blink and it's gone. Oh. The attic. The attic. Green eyes. I'll go into the attic. They don't want us inside. Okay. Uh, so you go into the attic. We go with him. Oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> you go into the attic. For? Uh, the way the attic works is one of those pull-down kind of doors. Uh-huh. It's mostly open with some windows. Um, hey, Rolk. Stand at the bottom of this ladder on the ladder while we're up here. Can you weigh it down for us? Uh, hold on. Oh, okay. Understandable. You pull it down, and you start climbing. And as you say that, Rolk goes to, like, grab it and fasten it, and it goes back up. You're in the attic. Alone? Oh. Oh, no. Dreaming? And a ghost with a pale green face, wispy, tattered robes appears before you, and it's wearing a straw hat. It lunges out to touch you. And we'll pick up there next time. No! Ah! No! No! We need to do this. It's a disgruntled farmer who didn't want the town to become a town. Wait. No. That's it. No, we need to go along. All right, you guys got sidetracked by the ghost. This is what's happening. Oh, my God. See you next week, everybody. I respectfully refuse. (laughs) Are you just going to stay in my house until the next week? Fight the power. Stick it to the man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work at youtube.com slash Music, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash michaelgelfie. Our theme music for this season was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at serpentsoundstudios.com and support him at patreon.com slash anakarada. That's patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.